Hello, I'm Conrad Swift, and welcome to the Cardano Convo podcast, a podcast that gives a glimpse into the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo provides an easy-to-digest explanation of the projects that are being built, thoughts, and what's going on within the Cardano community. Today, we'll be talking with members of the Byron Network team, including Sandra, the product owner, and Bart, the chief technical officer, about the Byron wallet, Byron Dex, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello, Sandra and Bart. It's nice to have you on the show, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and answer a few questions about the work you've been doing with Byron Network and the Byron Wallet. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. Yeah, it is a nice opportunity for us to talk with you about this wonderful thing that we are trying to create. Oh, of course. And so there are a couple of questions I always ask to begin. Could you tell us a little bit about yourselves, your background? What drew you to crypto in general? Uh, I started as uh, a little bit as an investor in 2019, as far as I remember. And, you know, because I have a very technical background, I'm a developer, so I started to, to, to deep dive into the, the crypto world. So uh, since then, uh, you know, I jump over many projects, different projects, and the, the, I end up with Cardano and Bion Network, to be honest. So my background is strictly technical, but I started as an investor, to be honest. For me, I'm rather interdisciplinary. Well, my background is more like economics and IT, and that's actually where blockchain came came in. And um, it started with dark web and how Bitcoin is actually influencing the development of, of dark web. And then the, the passion for it actually grew so much that uh, that it became like part of my life right now. Uh, so I was promoting blockchain like very locally and right now it's become it's uh, become such a good like such a big thing that well here we are and we are developing a byron network to to make something big uh but just uh, not us you know but and i but we have a great team of um, our ceo machi and our very good advisor hubert and um a very very professional team of Haska developers, and we all are working on, on Byron ecosystem. You guys have some really interesting backgrounds because I've met many people, for example, that have Bart's background, which is you came in originally for financials or for finance, and then you kind of moved into like the, the functionality side. And then, for example, we've got Sandra here who has kind of was in from the beginning, kind of knew about the history from it, and then has just kind of not been enraptured, but brought in and really interested in the space. So it's interesting to see the, that kind of contrast with what brought you guys both to crypto. But I'm glad that you both are here building Byron Wallet. It seems like a really interesting project. And on that, can you give us a quick rundown of what the Byron Network or the Byron Wallet is? Uh, Byron Network, uh, you know, when you go to the bank, because you know my background, I'm from finance, you know, so... Uh, usually, uh, you get all the product in one place. So the BioNet Bio Network is about creating the ecosystems which allows you everything, do do the most of the of the uh, needed functionality in one place, function or or you know the trading things. So, but the Bio Network is mostly focused on the trading itself. 
So for efficient trading, we need a wallet, but not a wallet, you know, like as the, the like in sex, you know, you had the cold wallet and you send a transaction somewhere. We want to have integrated wallet together with uh, with the functionality for the launching other products and uh, pro- projects on the, on the on the Cardano blockchain, together with you know trading itself, with staking, with yield farming. So the, our aim is to create the whole uh, comprehensive ecosystems to to achieve this goal, because we strongly believe that um, nowadays. Uh, um, the usability has to be, you know, together with uh, with with uh, functionality, and uh, because of that, uh, the many projects right now are focusing on one one particular aim. They are trying to to target something, you know, in in the best way. We want to combine it, and through having our own wallet, we believe that we are able to achieve it. No. The thing is that what uh, what Bart said it's uh, it's very important. But then we really want to make it like um, traders for traders or just for the community. So when, for example, we are in the beta testing, right? So we take every feedback we can, we put it together, and then we are evaluating, discussing what we can do to make it more for the community. What do they want? And base uh, our experience in crypto to make the, the best usability, the best user-friendliness we can. Yeah, and because of Cardano Wars, we still believe as well that, especially for Cardano ecosystem and the very strong community, uh, there is still the, the place to deliver such functionalities and, and apps, you know, because Cardano is a really wonderful blockchain, you know, with the huge community around it. So uh, this is why also we, you know, came with Cardano itself because we want to utilize the power of the community and so you know the the whole community uh, around Cardano itself. Of course, and I one of the questions I was going to ask, of course, is why you guys are building this on Cardano, which I know Bart has touched on a little. I do know that the ecosystem for a while only really had two wallets, which was Daedalus and Yoroi, and there have been some interesting new wallets coming out, for example, because of the new dApp functionalities and need for DeFi functionalities. So what made you guys decide to build on Cardano? And of course, what are some functionalities that are going to set your wallet, the Byron wallet, apart from its competitors like Daedalus, NAMI, or CC Vault? So Byron Network is derived from Binary Apps, the, the, the software house that was in cooperation with IOHK, which means that this opportunity was very big because we actually were building with their uh, support and with their feedback, which is at this point is really crucial. Cardano is evolving all the time. So building something um, with their support is is a big deal. So then it's, um, at first we were only focusing on the Byron Dex, but we saw the potential in it to decide to move it a little bit further and further and now we are building the whole ecosystem because the, the potential uh, that is there uh, made us made us decide that well that's a uh, that's an opportunity that we are going to take and yeah here we are with byron wallets and upcoming projects so yeah, yeah we're really excited the the, the 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 cases as you mentioned that currently 
there is, of course, NAMI Wallet, which is browser-based. There is a Dedalus, which is Node, uh, you know, Node dedicated. And of course, there is Yoroi, which is uh, mobile, you know, for, for mobile. And to be honest, uh, there is also some CC vault, you know, and uh, when you take everything into, in, into together, there is no right now the solution which allows you to, to do, uh, uh, you know, uh, every single uh, thing that you need to, to, to be, you know, to perform on the Cardano crypto and, uh, economics uh, in one place. Oh, yeah. And that sounds like a lot of functionality all in one place, as you were saying. But to touch on some of those things that you brought up um, on your white paper, I noticed that you guys plan on creating a fiat on ramp with Byron Wallet credit card integration features in the future. Could you explain this feature a little bit more? Is is this just going to be, for example, similar to the Crypto.com credit card or what would it look like for users when it is implemented? Well, it's just the case for accessibility in when it comes to uh, buying crypto. So to, as we mentioned, we actually want everything to be in one place and actually balance functionality and uh, this clear design and uh, usability. But we want to um, add this, for example, the, the credit card integration so that people can um, already use it as to just buy um, their crypto and then trade them in the same in the same wallet so that it's really easy they don't have to think about changing them and everything is one place the big thing when it comes to as i'm sure you guys that's why you're going the route you're going is just making it as easy as possible and i know anytime you're trying to bridge between crypto and fiat typically it seems to be easiest if you can partner with for example, a bank, because those banks, for example, have to follow certain laws. So then that kind of takes that side off your plate as well. Because again, I know everyone's kind of trying to figure out this balance between the crypto and the fiat world when it comes to these functionalities. So I'm glad to hear that you guys are really working on that. You were taking it rather slowly, you know, so not, not to not to take everything at once because the, the functionality and the security is uh, well, Bart's, Bart's um, one of the greatest priorities. Uh, so we want to make it um, really, like you know, thought through and not to jump into like any um, any particular things right now. Yeah, and of course, there is another factor related to with that. The legal from the legal perspective, it's it's not so easy to be secure and the user to be feel secure as well. Yeah. So this is why this is why we have to be very careful about how we will, you know, implement the process of converting the fire to to, to crypto. Uh, nevertheless, our aim is and our goal is to have the cooperation with uh, reliable partner. We are right now uh, the, in the middle of let's call it establishing such partnerships and uh, this is one side and second part is to 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 secure that from the legal perspective uh, secure things from the legal perspective to, to to be sure that our users and the money that they, they will potentially invest in crypto will be secure as well so this required um, maybe not this required the calm and peace, <laughs> you know, the calm <laughs> approach in order to implement it in the right way. 
Yeah, we can say that the plans are big. Yeah. For now. It's interesting to see what all your team is trying to accomplish. Again, it seems like a lot. Though, of course, I have a question from my community, which is when will users be able to use the Byron wallet on the mainnet? So, for example, download it from the Google Play Store or the Apple iOS Store. And will this wallet be separate from the DEX or will it be a one suite, one application type thing? How, how will it roll out? We are aiming for Q1 to be on the mainnet, but uh, I strongly believe that beginning of Q1, <laughs> I know that we are in the January, but to be honest, we are very advanced in terms of testing. And uh, recently we had uh, the, the security, uh, the biometrics and um, and additional cryptography for to secure the wallet itself. So um, just after beta testing, we are in, of course it depends how the effects will be of the beta tests, but we are aiming, you know, in Q, Q1, not end off to be on the mainnet and to be able you users to download the, the wallet directly from Google Play Store or the App Store itself. Awesome. So it seems from what you said, it's kind of, it's just right there for the wallet. Like you guys, of course, things can happen, for example, with beta testing, but it seems to be like right on the horizon. Yes, the, the beta testing, to be honest, uh, we are doing with uh, our first end users. So uh, we strongly believe that it will be in upcoming weeks, you know, on the mainnet. Will Will the wallet, of course, be like connected directly to the DEX when the DEX launches? Or will it be, for example, you might have to have two applications, but they integrate with each other very well? Or how will that work out? To be honest, uh, there will be one application. We want to integrate the DEX functionality into Wallet. But the first version of the Wallet will be uh, rather, I mean, will not be uh, directly connected with the DEX because DEX will be released uh, just after release of the, the Wallet. So our aim is, and our goal is to implement the functionality related with trading in the wallet when we release the Biondex. I mean, having, for example, all of this in one wallet, you guys are really going for functionality because a lot of wallets is like, yeah, you can make, like, you can connect it to DeFi applications and yeah, you can send and receive ADA, but you guys are like, how about you can do that all in one place, which is like... <laughs> for, for daily trading, I'm using the, the, I'm using the, the, for example, Binance, you know, and Binance is pretty comprehensive application for trading, but yeah. there is no wallet there, you know, so we are trading with cold wallets. This is, uh, this is annoying from my perspective because I want to trade my tokens, my money in my wallet, not yeah. something, you know, when I, from in some server that I don't know and I have to trust. So from that perspective, the only way to do that properly is to have the trading within a wallet integrated with wallet. This is what I strongly believe. And to, this is our aim as well. So you have the wallet, you have the trading application, this is all in one. So you are secure from the perspective that the tokens that you own is yours, you know, for sure, and secure by hardware, uh, hardware supported by by uh, phone or, you know, for, for iPhone or Android device. 
And uh, together with that, in parallel, you can trade. Also, with from the smart contracts, you know, we found you know you can support uh, new project, etc. Oh yeah, I I understand what you mean because I used to use Binance. I've used a couple of other exchanges as well. And the frustrating thing is you're at the mercy of them holding on to your coins while you're doing the trading, which is why I've kind of moved more towards decentralized exchanges or DEXs from centralized exchanges or SEXs because it's just, I I understand there's a trade-off. Like, for example, you might have to pay more of a fee because whenever you move it over to be traded, you might have a lower fee than the transaction fee, for example, but I'm willing, for example, to make that trade-off to make sure that I still have ownership of my cryptocurrency or in this essence, almost like having ownership of my own stocks whenever I'm doing the trading. So I, I completely understand what you mean there, Bart. Yeah, so th- there is, of course, possibility to use the, the wallet integrated with the browser and do it from, do it from the desktop. Or So, of course, you can do it. However, you know, when the, 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 let's consider last weekend, you know, you have to do trades over the night, to be honest, you know. Yeah. So you, you wake up, in, you know, at night, uh, for instance, and want to do trading. So you go to the computer, you know, <laughs> open everything. And then if you will have it in your mobile device, we strongly believe that, you know, you can do it just on the instance basis, you know the usability when you are brought or whatever, you know, there is no, uh, we strongly believe that this should happen, you know, that should be exist, you know, so that is why the Byron Dex come in place together with Wallet. Oh, it's interesting that you point that out because I know, for example, I'm in a, some of my questions are going to kind of go around that is about what model the Byron Dex is going to use. Cause I know with Sunday swap going live, like, the congestion levels just kind of went through the roof, which I don't know, for example, if your Byron wallet might help with that, with having a connection directly to the Byron decks. But again, are you planning on using to kind of cover that question? But also, is the Byron decks going to be a AMM model? So like type of decks, or is it going to be more like mole swap when it comes to an order book model? We have to divide it. I mean, first, we, of course, we will deliver the order book pattern model for, you know, just trading itself. And this is, that will be the, the, the backbone for the, for the DEX itself. However, we have our own algorithms for EMM based on order book pattern, we introduce, we will, together with Biondex, we will introduce something which is called liquidity order. So there will be mechanism which will somehow behave as well as liquidity pool, but it will be based on the order part, pattern, um, uh, order book pattern um, approach because of the, um, the architecture of Cardano. Exactly, you can um, actually imagine it in a very simple way. The liquidity pools are just going to be sets of, uh, of smaller liquidity orders. And that's the, the, the basics behind the order pattern that we are introducing. That's interesting. I know, for example, some people have taken it one way or another way. It's interesting you guys are, are using it. It seems very similar to the AMM model. Am I wrong or? Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, it is very 
because when you when you think about the the the, the automatic uh, automatic um, um, market maker, so you monitor the the in for example for centralized um, um, shares. I mean you know New York Stock Exchange for instance. So there are some institution which you know create the small orders you know just to have the 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 market to be to be liquid. So we are trying to achieve the same with the Cardano mechanics be- behind it, because um, you know this is about delivering some liquidity to the to, to, to the to the market itself. And the mechanics it's not as important as the fact that you have the liquidity on the market. So we are trying to achieve the same goal as you know as normal liquidity pool. But uh, having in mind the Cardano architecture behind it, this is the goal. It's interesting that you guys, again, are putting all of this together. And I did see on your website that you plan on integrating, of course, the Byron wallet with the Byron Dex, but also the NAMI wallet with the Byron Dex. Will this be a case where you'll be able to get, a, get to the Dex, not just through the wallet, but be able to go through a website, get there and connect other dApp capable wallets as well, such as like, I know CC Vault is also working towards that. And I know Giro Wallet as well as kind of moving towards that as well. Will that have that interoperability between those wallets? Okay. Uh, this is our long-term strategy to be open for all kind of integration with every wallet that exists in Cardano world. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, we, we want to be open and this is uh, also behind our culture and our approach. However, at the first place, we are focusing on the integration with our own wallet, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, the, the, the reason behind it is also to test the functionality in order to be you know, open for others. Because if we screw up something with our wallet on our beta test, we can solve it easily. So, yeah. uh, this is uh, this is why we are focusing first on our wallet, and uh, in long term we want to support all wallets the, the connection to the Dex. Oh, of course, I I would imagine that priority goes to connecting your wallet with the Dex, your Dex as well. Of course, I don't imagine it would be any other way around for that. Um, but with the Byron Dex, of course, the most common question I'm sure you guys get is when wallet. When Dex? So when do you guys plan to have the Byron Dex available? Because I know you said you're aiming for Q1 for the wallet. And I know, I would imagine, especially from what you guys have said, the Dex will follow the wallet. The wallet, of course, is first. Yes. With the basic functionality, wallet is the first. And second, we have to focus on the Byron Dex itself. And then implementation probably in parallel, the functionality of the Dex in the wallet itself. But the, 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 our goal is to have the up and running decks in Q2 2022. So it sounds like you guys have a lot that you're working on. I know when I look through your white paper, I'm like, they're, they're doing so much in so little time. I'm like, holy cow, <laughs> that's it's impressive. To be honest, uh, just imagine that we started working on the wallet. I, as far as I remember, three months ago, not, not even three, two and a half. And right now we have it uh, released on, on beta tests, you know, on test flight. And it's up and running. So, yeah, we are fast. 
Oh yeah. yeah but let's not forget all the hard work that actually got into building it. And you you should know very well that it wasn't so easy and there were problems, of course, as always. But then it's it's all about being flexible about approaching different problems. And uh, yeah, we, we were trying to do that all the time. Oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's it's a really unique community with that regard. What, like when it comes to being peer reviewed, it comes to people like kind of helping each other get this all going. And I, by no means did I imagine that there weren't troubles or challenges you guys run into. Because again, when you're trying to build something new, build something for the first time, like this wallet that integrates directly with the DEX on the app itself, you're going to run into problems. But again, I think it like in the long haul, it will bring value not only to your platform, of course, but to the Cardano ecosystem as well. And if you guys get that fiat on ramp, then you really just make it so that people who may not be in the crypto space, who want to get into the crypto space, have an easy way by which to get in there. Because I know when I started, for example, in crypto, and I know a lot of people had this problem, you had to go take... For example, I used Coinbase. I had to go attach that to my bank account. I then had to move it. I had to wait after like I could do the trade initially, but then you have to wait before you can move it anywhere else before you have like ownership of the coin. And if one can streamline that, oh, <laughs> that's going to be great. Yes, yes, yes. This is our goal and aim, of course. Um, and to, again, we choose the Cardano because, for instance, last week, Solana reached, you know, total disaster with this outrage, you know, very wonderful blockchain, but still, I strongly believe that secure, I mean, Cardano secure approach, you know, in terms of uh, stable network, continuous growth with, you know, not doing anything which will uh, which will make user feel uncomfortable with, you know, the, the, the functionality behind it. This is the, the, the goal that we should follow because, you know, doing something, doing the proof of concept is easy, but to create the reliable product that everyone trusts is something really hard to achieve. The, the thing is, uh, Cardano is really transparent in terms of their, their roadmap and plans. And this is really helpful in terms of creating our own roadmap and plans. So it just... Um, it's easier to plan beforehand to actually know what we're going to focus on in the future. Awesome. And I know, for example, we've been talking a lot about development. We've been talking about development of the DEX. And of course, with a DEX, typically comes a native token. So I wanted to ask a couple of questions about um, the Byron native token or the Byron DEX native token. Could you tell us a little bit about either the tokenomics or the utility that you envision for this token? We have to be very careful, uh, you know, with the, the functionality of the token itself. However, we are thinking about our token as uh, some kind of key gate to advance mechanics of the bio network itself, bio, bio DEX especially, and also as um, some kind of utility for helping the, the launch of the projects. So. This is what we can share with you right now. When we actually get the feedback, we will be able to to just uh, share everything with the community. But right now we are still waiting, so we don't want to make it... Um... Spoil it. Yeah, exactly. We'd rather like, wait and play it carefully. 
Oh, exactly. And I completely understand that. I know, for example, in running a business, there's a lot of pieces one has to put together. And the problem is when you announce something, a lot of people can be like, oh, this is 110% promised. And it's like, well, we're still in development of this. So like, we're still looking into some of these details. So I, I completely get that. Um, when it comes to the token, though, I did want have one question. Do you guys have a roundabout idea of when you plan to do your public sale or the IDO? So we are soon going to be entering the, the private sale, although the community can expect in, in a few weeks uh, something for them. Uh, but you know, we still have to wait just a little bit. Uh, they can, they can uh, follow us on, on social media and they for sure will, will get the notification that something is going on. But the last thing, I guess, with regard to the token at least, is I noticed um, a section in your documentation about the ability to stake to or the Byron token in a lockup form of staking. Would this functionality go live as soon as, for example, the public sales or would that pretty much follow with the DEX? The, I, the, the, the staking will be um, available together with DEX itself. So the staking will be available through our DEX and this is our goal. Again, staking, I'm a relatively simple individual. So I like staking because it doesn't deal with liquidity pools. It doesn't like no permanent or impermanent loss. It's just you put it in and you typically get a little more than you put in later on. So that's my go-to, which is why I'm so interested in that. And that kind of popped out to me in your documentation. Yeah, but regarding the, um, uh, the staking, similarly to, to tokens, it, with time being, more information will be giving, given because we are still in this moment that we want to give out information that are, that are needed at this particular time so that it all makes sense. There's a, just a couple more things I wanted to ask about. And of course, there's a lot when I go into your white paper I see, and it does briefly talk about a launchpad tool set. I know that the team has a lot on its plate currently, but when do you plan to have that available or what would this look like information-wise for the tool set? So this is a rather futuristic plan because our mission is to strongly contribute to Cardano community. So not only by wallet and, and DEX and actually being open source, uh, but also being able to, to help with, uh, with some kind of software depending on the project and their needs. And, uh, and actually help um, new projects um, on the Cardano to, to be able to have the parts, the tools that they need to move forward. And that's why we hope that that will bring more teams to Cardano and well, more dApps will be built. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting you guys are doing it like open source. For example, you can go to the GitHub and see what you guys are doing there because it's kind of in the Cardano spirit of, Here's what I've got so everyone can build on top of this. Yes, the, 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 this is worth to mention that uh, every tool that we are creating right now, we are aiming for you know being publicly available. So this is our goal. But uh, you know during this, uh, let's call it uh, rapid phase, there are still some prototypes behind it, which is not worth to to you know, to bother the world outside. So, uh, so when uh, in order to publish something, we have to, we want to be that in enough you know quality you know the the available for public review etc. 
So, you know, uh, this will be coming in, in, together with the roadmap. So some, some of things are currently publicly available. Some things not yet, but they're in the queue. So yeah, our goal is to have everything, you know, open source. Oh, I know that it's going to be more so a going first wallet, then it's going to be DEX, and then more information later on, of course. But I did want to thank you guys so much for coming on. This has been super informative, and I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day. But before we go, how can listeners get involved with what you're doing, or how can people best support you and your team? Well, right now, the the beta testing is still going on. So if anybody is interested in checking it out and actually giving us feedback, then, for example, um, they can write uh, something on the Discord. We have a special channel and we are uh, we are paying attention to what is written to then evaluate what is going on. So this is like the, um, the most current um, thing that people can, can help us with. Yeah, and uh, the, the, for sure the feedback will be very important for us. So we will, when we will go uh, wider with our wallet, you know, every feedback will be really appreciated because we believe that the wallet will be, you know, our gate to the user in the future. So we want to do it as best as possible. So the, the so we are taking into consideration every you know feedback that we have, polite or unpolite, but nevertheless the feedback yeah. itself. So this is the this is uh, how you guys can help us. To be honest, everyone check out their social medias, jump into their Discord. I know on their website there's a way to try to get access to the beta of the wallet, so that you can do that testing. You can give feedback on that preferably a little bit polite and critiquing, not criticizing. <laughs> so yes. tell them, here's what problems I run into. Is there a way around that? something constructive like that? All that helps with the development because the thing is they're going through the work to build this and any help as the community we can give, we should give. But again, thank you, Bart. Thank you, Sandra, for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I hope to maybe do an update later on once you guys have the wallet live. And maybe when you've got your decks implemented, it's it's a lot going on. And I'm really excited to see what you guys put forward. Yeah, definitely. We want to, you know, if we want to, you know, share with what we do and what we do with uh, every single person who is interested in, you know, if improvements and uh, have be able to trade on Cardano mainnet itself. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create better podcasts for you guys. Also leave us a five-star review. And if you had feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo. Send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure to check out our website at crypto-loops.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsors. First are our Patreons over on the Cardano Convo Patreon page. Their direct contributions help to make this podcast possible. By becoming a Patreon, you gain amazing benefits such as access to polls to help decide the content of upcoming episodes, early access to videos, roles and benefits within the Discord server, and so much more. Our second sponsor is Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and you're looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, 
then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That is Loops, L-O-O-P-S. Lastly, I want to let our community know about an NFT game slash project that we are working on. The game is called Flooftopia, and more details can be found at flooftopia.org. There you can find access to our Discord server and to other socials, so make sure to check out our website to learn more. Again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo.